Star Wars 7x7 episode 3085. We're continuing our series of final debriefs on Andor season one. Yesterday we started talking about Mon Mothma looking at the personal side and a bit of the political side. We will continue the political side with an eye toward the rebel side in today's episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So as I was sitting with the Mon Mothma storyline, it occurred to me that we do not see Mon Mothma and Luthen Rail together after episode 7 of the series announcement, of course that would be. So from a discussion sense, it seems like it's a good delineator to talk about a pre-Aldani Mon Mothma and a post-Aldani Mon Mothma. So what we know about the pre-Aldani Mon Mothma is that she has been working for an as yet undisclosed amount of time with Luthen Rail to help fund rebel activities. I think it's fair to say that we have a sense it's been going on for a significant length of time. We know that Luthen himself is deeply invested in a rebellious cause. So whether it dates all the way to the fall of the Republic and the start of the Empire, we don't necessarily know. In fact, it could be even earlier for all we know because Luthen could have been a separatist. Regardless though, it has to have been a significant amount of time because they've developed a relationship where they've figured out how to have these conversations, number one. They've kept the circle very small, number two. And Mon Mothma is trusting Luthen with significant sums of money. We do know, of course, that Mon Mothma's family is very wealthy, and we've talked actually about how she might be running these kinds of operations. There's an episode that we did as a deep dive following one of the regular Andor episodes. It's the one that has the title card, Charity Fraud. In fact, I'll link to it at the blog post for the show's episode at SW7X7.com and in the show notes as well, just to give a reference to it. But the short answer is that she's somehow taking, you know, presumably the interest income from all of this wealth and using it to finance various charitable foundations, some pop-up nonprofits, if you will, where the funds are then being funneled somehow to Luthen Rail to then fund various rebel operations. Unfortunately, this is getting more and more difficult for her to do because of Imperial auditors messing around with people's finances and the fact that she is being watched more closely than ever. And of course, as we discussed yesterday, we found out that they are specifically looking at her finances and some unusual transactions, quote unquote. And that was already going to be a problem when it came to their working relationship, to Mon Mothma's working relationship with Luthen Rail, supplying him with the funds to fund his various operations. But then the Aldani job happens and it becomes a significant breaking point. One of the open questions, which you know, we don't necessarily know the answer to, but we can probably presume, is that Mon Mothma's funds actually helped fund the Aldani job. So, you know, there's that, which is one thing. But Mon is not necessarily asking for the details on that. She doesn't want to know, and I guess that's good, plausible deniability. But it goes beyond the scope of operation that Mon Mothma seems to have been comfortable with because of the confrontation that we see after the Aldani job in episode seven in announcement when she talks to Luthen about how this is going to have really bad consequences for people, the way the Empire is going to stomp down on the galaxy over 
over this whole operation. Luthen's response, as we know, is to say, yeah, that's probably a good thing that a bunch of people are going to suffer because that's just going to inspire people to rise up against the empire more actively, more aggressively in a wider scale. But Mon is very dissatisfied with that answer, with that reaction, with Luthen's way of thinking. And this is one of those difficult things for Mon Mothma because she has been so dedicated to peaceful, non-violent responses to the Empire. And as we know, the course of events is going to continually push her out of that comfort zone, if you will, out of that ideology. And this is one step in that regard. For the time being, however, she is refusing the call, if you will, to put a hero's journey spin on it. And so the rest of the series from that moment on, from that confrontation with Luthen on, is about her dealing with her financial situation because she's not discussing her financial peril with Luthen, as we find out from a conversation that she has with Vel. And so the thing that's unclear at the moment, which I hope, I think, will probably be addressed in season two of Andor, is as she is working to resolve her financial difficulty and as she's working to establish new charitable foundations for quote-unquote outreach programs, as she puts it, to take Holma, and as she crosses another line by introducing Davos Skulden's son to her daughter to potentially set up new tax shelters where she can hide her funds, which she can use to then continue to fund rebel programs and making it easier. These actions aren't necessarily being taken with an eye to funneling money to Luthen, at least you know, not until they patch up their relationship and they resolve this disagreement over how to proceed with rebellious activities. So to summarize that <laughs> series of sentences after the row between Mon and Luthen in episode seven, Mon takes steps to deal with that 400,000 credit situation and also to put the framework in place to be able to fund rebel activities in the future. But it's not clear whether she is going to do that through Luthen still or if the disagreement in episode seven constitutes a break between the two of them. If it is in fact a break, then it seems to isolate Mon Mothma from any other rebellious activity since all she was doing is funding stuff. She wasn't actually coordinating with the people on the ground or anything like that. However, there is a book that was written by Daniel Wallace in 2016 called The Rebel Files. And in there, there's a reference to an Atrevis, A-T-R-I-V-I-S, an Atrevis sector in which, funnily enough, the planet Fest resides. That's the planet where they faked Cassian's birth certificate documentation, the Andor family did. Anyway, there's an Atrevis, an Atrevis, why am I having trouble pronouncing that? Atrevis resistance group that was working in that sector, which pledged support to Mon Mothma and a fledgling alliance in 5 BBY, which is the year in which the first season of the Andor series is taking place. Of course, it doesn't cover the whole year, so one would imagine that it takes place after the events of season one of Andor, if it's still going to be considered official canon that way. That Rebel Files book is in the new canon period, so it should be. So I'm sure there are more than enough ways to be able to explain how that's going to work. But in the meantime, Mon Mothma will undoubtedly continue to put forth her irritating facade, <laughs> if you will, of being an advocate for separatist do-gooders and advocating against imperial overreach. 
Oh, and there is one other thing about season two of Andor that may be worth flagging. It'll be interesting to see if it plays a role, but the novel Leia, Princess of Alderaan by Claudia Gray takes place in three BBY, so three years before the Battle of Yavin, which would put it within roughly the second story arc within Andor season two. And a 16-year-old Leia at that point is being mentored by Mon Mothma. So wouldn't that be fascinating to see a young Princess Leia show up in season two of Andor. I mean, it's certainly not outside the realm of possibility. I'll just let that <laughs> sit out there and see what you think. But that's what I've got for you on Mon Mothma talking about the rest of her work in the first season of the Andor series. And that is gonna do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say, thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited. Other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars Seven by Seven. We hope you love it.